1: Or download a podcast and you can listen on the go. San Francisco Mutiny Radio. San Francisco.
2: I was was just leaving the
3: theater. (laughs) Convertible. 1969 gold Cadillac
4: with the white material, I drove it up here. And I started to
1: do some thinking.
4: ...around in the freeway, I'm having I just, a really, really good time.
5: Flat black classic, Just big splits and cruising that on
4: the freeway. I can't am a I I am an adolescent. And I will
1: cut the...
5: Hello, Blake. Henry! Yeah, Charlie here. Yeah. I have a report here, Henry, from your your chief nurse, Major O'Houlihan. She makes some accusations, Henry. I I find pretty hard to believe. Uh, the dude minds, man.
2: Captain Curls, up in the head. Mutiny Radio Festival, ahoy. Ah,
6: very good. Ah, very good, Legless Joe. I'm surprised you can see from the crow's nest with no legs. It's ticket ready! Crew, the festival is upon us! L- scurvy Steve, how many comics? Over a hundred comics. You're looking good, Scurvy Steve. Glad the scurvy
7: hasn't...
5: Come out every night I try to tell you what's wrong and what's right But when asked about something to eat uh, They will answer in voices as so sweet You will eat, you will eat by and by In that glorious land in the sky Way up high, work and pray I Live on hay uh, you hit fly in the sky When you die, that's the lie The starvation army they play And they shout and they clap and they pray uh, When they got all your coins on the drum uh, They will tell you when you're on the bomb You will eat, you will eat by and by In that glorious land in the sky where high Hey, uh, you get by in the sky when you die. That's a lie. Holy rollers and jumpers come out, and they roll, and they jump, and they shout. I give your money. Side by side, we for freedom will fight. Uh, when this world and its wealth we have gained, uh, to the correctors we'll sing this refrain. You and me, by and by. Fight, fight. Uh, when you learn how to cook and how to fry, I uh, shot some wood.
8: Okay, this is the B. And you probably know that you're tuned to Labor and Love Radio on Mutiny Radio. Mutiny has its studio here at 2781 21st Street, corner of Florida. Welcome. Techniques, but we'll see. One was Brooklyn. The Creator has a master plan peace and happiness for every man. Devoutly to believe, believed in. This is the B, and you're tuned, as I said, to 2781 21st Street slash Mutiny Radio, Community Neighbor, Neighborhood Art Center, and a center where you can come and find your voice. Come on down to Mutiny. We've got art installations, we've got radio, we've got video with the uncrowned capital of the underground comedy scene in San Francisco thanks to our program director Pam Benjamin a real trooper if there was one ever was one what do we got for you today okay um, one, uh, welcome a new baby into the world. Mother and father doing fine. Not named yet. Born this day in 2023 in Sacramento. And we'll have a little bit more about her. In fact, I'll get our reporter. Vita on the line and talk about what advice she would give to a newborn baby. That's one to ponder. What would you what advice would you give to a newborn baby? Well one person gets a dollar they didn't work for, someone else worked for a dollar they didn't get. You don't have a seat at the table, young lady. Where you work, you're on the menu. And never but never let anyone into your house, into your heart, who is not a friend of labor. When I say labor, I mean you. I assume, little girl, that you too will end up working. Hopefully, we adults can make it as good for you as so what are we going to have on the show today i want to look at protest songs um lately a couple of protest songs have become very popular one jason aldean's try that in a small town um even more popular, even more prominent is Richmond, Richmond North of Richmond by Oliver Anthony. And I want to contrast that with uh, Merle Haggard. Merle Haggard's proud to be a hippie. Merle Haggard's pride to be an okie from Muskogee. Rather tongue-in-cheek, I'd say. When you got Willie Nelson singing with him about how they don't smoke marijuana in Muskogee. Uh, maybe they smoked it somewhere else. I don't know. But anyway, that phenomenon. And then contrast that with another... Uh, protest song Iris Dump Nement living in the wasteland of the free so wasteland of the free. so we're going to contrast all of them. question I have is how does it happen that the right wing claims Protest territory. We're not doing our homework, y'all. We're not doing our homework when people can sing a perfectly good protest song and have others say, oh, that's a right-wing song. Um, That's bothersome. We have to look for places where we agree with people, not where we have differences. Because the differences are there and they'll assert themselves soon enough. Anyway, let's get on with our our credos. Humanity is uh, outraged in me and with me. We must not dissimulate nor try to get this indignation, which is one of the most passionate. As you sit back, you know, one injustice after another. For God's sake, in Texas they're putting blades in the water. They're putting pontoons in the water to keep people out. Of the United States, where we were so proud of saying, "Give me your huddled masses yearning to breathe free," Lift my lamp, A door, the golden door. Oh, some golden door, people get their kids taken care taken away from them, held in prisons, months on end. It'll take years and years for them to be processed. No, not a golden door. At any rate, humanity is outraged. So, you're at a party, okay, and you're standing there with your drink or whatever you're, You're relaxing with, and you hear someone say, I'm just not into that into politics. I'm not a political person. So you're just not that into politics. Democratic socialists, Los Angeles say, You're just not that into politics. Your boss is. Landlord is, your insurance company is, and every day they use their political power to keep your pay low, raise your rent, and deny you coverage. It's time to get into politics. Absolutely. Get into politics. Robert Reich reminds us, a reminder that the 1% own half of the stock market. The richest 10% own 9 tenths of it, 90% of it. Who is the stock market for? a gamble. It's a big casino for the rich, and if they can entice you to get in on it, more power to them. Then they, that's one dollar less they have to invest, to make their money. So when you hear people talk about the stock market, they're not talking about the economy that ninety percent of us inhabit. They're talking about their little game. Not little. Okay. Let's see. pity the nation. Pity the nation whose people are sheep and whose shepherds mislead them. Pity the nation. Whose leaders are liars. Whose wa- sages are silenced. And whose bigot haunt the airway. Pity the nation that raises not its voice except to praise conquerors and acclaim the bully as hero and aims to rule the world by force and by torture. Pity the nation. It knows no other language but its own and no other culture but its own. Pity the nation. whose breath is money and sleeps the sleep of the too well-fed. Pity the nation. Oh, pity the people who allow their rights to erode and their freedoms to be washed away. Tears of thee, sweet land of liberty. Pity the nations. okay credos i think that's about it how about immigrants This whole anti-immigrant thing is put up people come here to work they're coming here the reason people told all the time in history move to new places not because The U.S. is more beautiful than Mexico. But because here there's a chance to earn money to feed your family, of course they're going to go where that is. Why wouldn't they? Anyway, some of our credos that we share on this show. And... Publish on Amazon. Today on Labor and Love. Let's see what we got God. for you. As like I said, Jason Aldine, Probably that in a small town, Richmond, north of Richmond criticizes Washington and big government. And more than that, uh, the people who are looking at this song are choosing to slick over the universal, the universal anger that we all feel for the rich people who run our government. Hiroshima used to have a journalist I'm going to give you the rest of the story. Well, the recent movie about Oppenheimer doesn't really give you the rest of it. And our comedians, I'm going to let our comedians loose on the question of Trump's massive indictment. big teamster wins at UPS, we're talking. Some expectations outpace gains. Labor history in two. And writers. Let's jump right to the writers. Here's
7: a way we can to it. Offer to Writers Guild. Negotiations to resume next week. As the Hollywood writers' strike continues, the two sides have continued to trade proposals as one source says, there's more positive momentum this week than last. Having concluded their negotiations Friday, Hollywood's top companies and the Writers' Guild of America will meet again the following week after the studios presented the union with its latest counteroffer. In a message to members Friday night, the WGA negotiating committee reiterated that studios had offered responses to our proposals in all work areas the previous Friday, August 11th. We met this week and continued to exchange proposals. We will continue to meet next week, the committee told members. The group, co-chaired by Chris Kaiser and David Goodman, also thanked its members for messages of support and solidarity and warned them of rumors from third parties, adding that the Guild will communicate when we think there is something of significance to report. Prior to their Friday meeting, the two sides had also convened Tuesday, Wednesday and Thursday. According to a studio side source, on Friday the AMPTP offered a response to the Guild's most recent counteroffer, putting the ball back in the WGA's court. THR has reached out to the WGA for comment. The same day, top company CEOs met in the morning to discuss the progress of the discussions so far, no further details on that meeting were available as of press time. Management side sources have expressed optimism, saying that they feel talks are moving along but are not yet at a breakthrough point. The union, meanwhile, has remained relatively silent beyond Friday's message. Everybody is trying to step up and make a resolution, one executive told THR. There's more positive momentum this week than last. The WGA updated its members on the 109th day of the 2023 writers' strike, now nine days longer than the union's last strike in 2007-2008 a work stoppage that cost the California economy an estimated $2.1 billion. The strike, alongside a strike that SAG AFTRA called in July, has brought scripted US production under union contracts to a screeching halt, delayed the release dates of some titles and halted star promotion of upcoming projects. Leslie Goldberg provided additional reporting. Robin Griggs, Another World Actress, dies at 49. She appeared on Nickelodeon before landing a recurring role as a teen on One Life to Live. Robin Griggs, known for her roles on soap operas Another World and One Life to Live, has died. She was 49. The actress passing was announced on her Facebook page Saturday. She had been living with cervical cancer and was open about her health struggles on social media, with Griggs posting last month that she had been diagnosed with four new tumors.
8: Okay. Well, we got some extra news there, but there's the skinny on negotiations. Right now, both sides seem to be, well, they're still talking, and that's always good news when you... But they're being very quiet about what the terms are that they're offering one another. Um, And uh, if you, you know, you're on TV, you're looking at streaming. We're starting to see old movies. Uh, I watched a good one about Enron. Documentary about Enron called *The Smartest Guys in the Room*, released in 2002. So this is what we're gonna get until the strike is settled. Nothing really new, and that's sort of swelled the popularity of films like *Barbie* and uh, and um, *Oppenheimer*, because it's the only game in town. He's the only, you know big blockbusters that are being offered right now. So gonna get reruns until the union settles. Hopefully that'll be soon, but we don't want them to give up anything that they needn't give up just to settle, period. Okay. I want to talk a little bit now about Hiroshima. And, like, this is a segue, you know, into the Oppenheimer movie. The Oppenheimer movie is about the intrigue and uh, the personalities around the production of the atomic bomb in the Manhattan Project. And... Especially focuses on the genius and the foibles of J. Robert Oppenheim, who was the lead scientist in the project. And at one point, Oppenheimer begins to cry, and says, the physicists have known sin. And the reason he made that comment was because the U.S. government took the atomic bomb and used it on civilian populations, killing in the case of Hiroshima 140,000 people. Now This is a summary of a book. I'm going to read from the summary of a book by John Hershey who went to Hiroshima after the bomb was dropped. He was a popular writer at the time. And he wrote down what he saw, talked to people who had survived the bomb, and after survive, we put a question mark. Did anyone really survive this bomb? Here we go. On August 6, 1945, the American army decimates the city of Hiroshima, bomb of enormous power. Out of a population of 250,000, the bomb kills nearly 100,000 people and injures 100,000 more. Hershey's Hiroshima traces the lives of six survivors, two doctors, two women, and two religious men. The moment the bomb drops until a few months later. In nineteen eighty five Hiroshima Hershey added a postscript that now forms the book's fifth chapter. In this chapter, Hershey re examines those six individual lives. In Forty years the bomb. summary, it says, you'll learn. However, Hiroshima is journalist John Hershey's classic account of six survivors of the 1945 bomb. How does it feel to experience an atom bomb explosion? What does it do to a city and the people in it? And how does it feel to be a survivor when more than a hundred die? These are the questions that Hershey asked in nineteen forty-six, a year after the United States dropped an atomic bomb. And there are six people that he that he interviews. blast itself. Exactly 8.15 on the morning of August 6, 1945, in the chance movements of six Hiroshima residents, which way they were walking, where they were sitting, the precise way they were leaning over in a chair, happened to mean they survived. Reverend Mr. Kiyoshi Tanimoto was helping a friend move his belongings to the edge of the city in case an Still quiet morning. Huge flash of light appeared and the two men ducked for cover. Mr. Tanimoto dove between some rocks like others. Heard no noise. Mrs. Hatsuya Nakamura, a war widow, the flash was an intense white. She'd followed official advice to evacuate the city center. It was on the outskirts of her three young with her three young children, watching a neighbor reluctantly tear his own house. Down. A measure taken to prevent the spread of. Intense white blast hurried her across the room. She was buried in debris but unhurt. She heard mother. mother, how lucky they were. All three children survived, and she was able to <coughs> doctor Masakusu Fuji, a jovial lover of middle aged pr- love, prosperity, was sitting on his porch in his underwear reading the newspaper. At 8.15, before he knew it, he found himself suspended in the river, trapped fortuitously between two timbers, parts of the now submerged private hospital in which he had been. Father William Kleinsorga, a German Jesuit, was in, his, in the mission house, also reading in his, in his underwear. The next thing he remembered, he was wandering around the middle garden, surveying a scene of utter death. The only unhurt doctor at the Red Cross hospital, the young Terfumi Sasaki, had come in to work earlier than usual as he hadn't slept well. He was walking down a corridor holding a blood specimen when the flash came. He ducked down, saying to himself, Be brave. His glasses and his slippers flew off, and the blood smashed on a wall. Miss Toshiko Sasaki, a clerk at a tin work not a relation of the doctor's, despite their shared surname, it was at her desk in a room lined with books. She was turning her head away from the window when the entire building collapsed around her, trapping her under a mound of books and bookcases. Her leg hurt horribly. But by chance... <laughs> Mr. Tanimoko, the man helping a friend move to the edge of the city, poked his head out from between the rocks. It was an apocalyptic scene. Mm. First thing he noticed was a parade of soldiers, <laughs> He and covered in blood, emerging from a dugout would made in the hillside. The sky, previously so clear. Was I'm hurt. I found an old lady carrying a young boy. Up a little hill so he could see across the city and saw nothing but black smoke, thick smoke, dust, fire. Huge water droplets rained down. He thought they came from firefighting. In fact, they were an after effect of the blast itself. Mr. Tanimoto went back and found his friend, Mr. Matsuo, where. And a little ashamed, in fact, of his own good fortune, he ran toward the city. He saw chilling sights en route. Amid the cries of those trapped impossibly in the debris, survivors were fleeing in the opposite direction. Bearing terrible burn marks, vomiting, silent in the suffering. Some of the burns he saw in their bodies were shaped like flowers. The white color on those kimonos had repelled the heat. He muttered a few apologies. Sorry for not being comparatively, comparably hurt. He ran seven miles and then swam across the river. By an utter stroke of luck, he came across his wife and daughter but in their heightened state of shock, they barely registered how unlikely this was. He saw that they were safe and continued onward. Mr. Tanimoto wanted to help his church congregation. And he realized people were gathering in the park. So he made his way there. Why is it night? Asked Mayeko, Mrs. Nakamura's five-year-old daughter. Having freed her three children, she was exhausted. Her neighbor, who'd been dismantling his house, was dead. Someone told her people were meeting at Asano Park before heading home there, before heading there, not thinking straight. She plunged her sewing machine, her only source of income, into a water tank for safekeeping. As she left, she spotted Father Kleinsorge, a German priest, running past in his underwear. He was rushing to deposit a suitcase full of money in an air raid shelter. Then, returning to the mission, he helped a fellow priest whose head was spurting blood. Secretary, Mr. Fukai was standing alone in tears. He didn't want to move. Father klein picked him up and set off, ignoring his protestations. Mr. Tanimoto, Father klein and the Nakamura family were all in Asana Park as the evening of the first day approached. Promising message blared out from a boat in the river. Hospital ship on its way. It never arrived. Park was a relatively safe place, but Mr. Tanamoto realized it wasn't safe enough for the worst injured. As a fire was heading that way, they wouldn't be able to escape. So he found a small boat on the riverbank, apologized to the five corpses he had to brush aside, and began the grim process of ferrying the least mobile people across the river, safer looking spot on the bank. He paused when a huge whirlwind appeared, another devastating. And on and on. Father Klein Sorgas and a colleague out of the city, Dr. Fuji, he would become of him? He found nursing broken collarbones. Tanemoto continued his work helping people. In. Saki kept Devastation, an eerie surprise was the vivid blanket of green now covering the moon. Somehow the bomb had stimulated the roots of the city's weeds. Hiroshima was awash with the bright colors of morning glories, day lilies, panic grass in fever few Mrs. Sasaki became a patient of her namesake Dr. Sasaki 20 pounds lighter now and still wearing the glasses he'd taken from the nurse Found that her health overall was passable she did though have some small hemorrhages Symptoms began to appear—small, negligible cuts. And one day, they suddenly opened up, and inflamed. Mrs. Nakamura, as well, was doing her hair one day when a whole clump simply came away. Lost it all. In this and destruction, extreme weather, it also brought radiation and sickness. As time came greater understanding, scientists located the exact center of the explosion and pieced together what had happened. The fact that some clay tiles had melted quite far out from the center told her that the heat of the explosion 6,000 degrees. Then it goes on. Countervoice voice, to that movie, this would be it. Mercy's book called Hiroshima, including the fifth chapter 30 years after the bomb. 40 years after the bomb was dropped. The aftermath, the after aftermath. All right, enough. Let's celebrate living. Thank you. we <laughs> Time for party for the new baby. How are we going to do it? Day, California, Mom doing fine, Dad doing fine, Bang Dang Doodle by the great Coco Taylor, of course, Hardy Song, if there ever was, take Five by Dave Dubeck, probably one of the most famous. The most famous piece of jazz. There. that Sweet Sue celebrating the mom. <laughs> Welcome. One thing you can and eat. Celebration. A place where you should go to eat. Definitely. San Jalisco. Como México no hay dos. Como San Jalisco tampoco. Over 40 years, the Barra family is serving up the very best in Mexican food to the people of San Francisco. What's your favorite? Enchiladas? Tacos? Chilaquiles? The ultimate, and I mean the ultimate in birria. The best salsa and chips in town, brought to you right before you order. How about your favorite vegetarian o- omelets, bur- burritos and tacos? They got them. Find them all and more at San Jalisco, corner of 20th and South Venice, in the very heart of the mission. Come on down to San Jalisco, where the food tells you you're in Mexico. And please do, when you go into San Alisco, let them know that you heard about it on Labor and Love Radio, Mutiny Radio. Okay, moving right on now. Uh, The project for today was to talk about some of the recent protest songs that have come out. And we'll start with Jason Aldine's try that in a small town, sucker punch somebody on a sidewalk, carjack an old lady at a red light, pull a gun on the owner of a liquor store, you think it's cool. Well, act like a fool.
9: Somebody on a sidewalk carjacking old lady at a red light. Pull a gun on the owner of a liquor store. You think it's cool? Act a fool if you like. granddad
6: It's a damn shame what the world's gotten to
5: for people like me. I don't think I have seen a moment like.
6: Think. Well, I know what you do, and they don't think you know But I know that you do Cause your dollar ain't shit, and it's taxed to no end those the rich men those the rich men I wish politicians would look out for miners not just miners on an island somewhere. Lord, we got folks in the street. Ain't got nothing to heat. And the old beast milking welfare. Well, God, if you're five foot three and you're 300 pounds, taxes ought not to pay for your bags of fudge rounds. Young men are putting themselves six feet in the ground. Because all this damn country does is keep on kicking them down. Lord, it's a damn shame what the world's gotten to for people like me, people like you. Wish I could just wake up. You know, but I know that you do Cause your dollar ain't shit And it's taxed to no end Cause the rich man North the rich man So working all day overtime hours for bullshit pay.
8: Okay, there's the song. Rich men north of Richmond lyrics. Now there's a lot in this song for people like us, right? Um, Nights, people. And it talks about I've been selling my soul, working all day. That sounds familiar? Overtime hours for bullshit pay. Sound familiar? So I can sit out here and waste my life away. Drag back home and drown my troubles away. This is working-class protest at its best. It's a damn shame the world's gotten to for people like me and people like you. Uniting, not dividing. Wish I could just wake up and say it not be true, but it is. Living in the new world with an old soul, these rich men north of Richmond. Labor analysis would be talk about the very rich and the people the politicians who do their bidding this is more specifically about the politicians I just want to have total control know what you think know what you do and they don't think you know but I know that you do because your dollar ain't shit the rich man Politicians to look out for the miners, not just miners on an island somewhere. Miners who take things out of the ground and miners who are younger than me. Lord, we got folks in the street. Ain't got nothing to eat and the obese milk, milk and welfare. Okay, this is where we might diverge a bit from him if you, you see welfare as something positive and of course there are, there are you know, people who take advantages of it so well, that's one of the visible signs this might divide us a little if you're 300 pounds taxes pledge not right Young men are putting themselves six feet in the ground because all this damn country does is keep kicking them down. Anyway, this, this, as you can see, this is is our territory. This is the labor movement. The labor movement should be here. This is a rural man, worker, working person like the rest of us aware of it, who's aware of the fact that neither party really has his back. And it's a protest song. So listen to it, and don't let the right wing take it over. Okay? It's not about right versus left. It's about working people, and it's a uniting song. And if there was ever a time where we needed people to unite, around common causes, around the ripoff of our lives by this economy, by capitalism. This would be it. Now he doesn't go that next step and anal- analyze what can be done. Or he doesn't analyze the situation in any kind of a socialist or Marxist way. This is a pure cry of protest and it's a very effective you, don't let it be taken over, don't let it be in favor, conservatives are in favor of big government, they're in favor of government control, how they make their money, they're in favor of big companies that rip off their workers. favor of continuing wage slavery, people who will owe big money because they wanted to get a college education. So be careful if you hear people criticizing this song from a leftist point of view. Much more of a unite song. Now we got another protest song. Hello, hello Vita. How are you? Excellent, excellent. Let me put you on speakerphone. Here. Um, we're talking about. Have you heard of this song called uh, Richmond, North of Richmond? It's a, a country guy. Who's a, it's a protest song. A lot of people are identifying it with the a, a right wing. Uh, but it's not. It's definitely a working class song. There are a couple of things in it that might not ring true. But well done if you, if you get a chance listen to it. I want to thank you for, for calling in. And the question I had for you today um, uh, Baby was just born in Sacramento. Sunni's baby was just born, and it reminded me of reminded me of the day you were born. I can't can't deny it. What an amazing thing! At any rate, uh, so let's say you were advising this newborn baby, who's na- who's nameless so far. We don't know her name. What would you? What would be the first few things that you would advise this? Baby, about growing up in this world. That's That's a a tough.
10: And make it for their own agenda. And the saying, you know, this is this is how to act. Um. So that's one thing. One advice I would. things get them down because i feel like in the future things are going to be really crazy they already are you know more than ever and with social media and the news and all these things so that's another thing i would tell the baby to be yourself and be happy and invest in the stock market young A lot, a lot of things like that like to always be thankful be grateful for what you do have think in terms of prosperity and yeah like i know babies don't get it though they don't understand so that's what i would tell a baby
8: oh wow how profound i mean that's really good stuff that's really uh interesting that you have that point of view and and you've lived in this world for 30, <laughs> 30 yeah, years. thank you. And yeah, that You've I held on that. to that idea that people are good.
10: Of course. I think, I think for the most part, people are good. I mean, there's always people who are really selfish and just think about themselves. They don't think about it. But, I mean, for the most part, people try to be good. And I think most people just want their kids to grow good life you know and yeah i think i think i tell the baby to be themselves so Not let society or people make them feel self-conscious or get them down because it doesn't really
8: matter what other people think you know well all right i want to yeah. thank you so much for uh taking the time out to talk with us yeah. and uh-huh. also um congratulations That was really uh, profound. Thank you. Oh, you're welcome. Thank you. That's kind of you. And I'll see you later today. Talk to you later today. Have a good day. Yeah,
10: congratulations
8: to the baby. Congratulations to the baby for being born.
10: Congratulations to everyone involved. Big deal.
8: It certainly is. Okay, talk to you later. Ciao. Bye-bye. So that was uh, Vita, our roving reporter, talking about the new baby and what she would tell a new baby. But we were in the middle of talking about um, protest songs, and I want to play this one, which is kind of a tongue-in-cheek song. But it, at the time, and it was, and it's kind of not divisive, a little bit more inclusive. But at the time, it was oh. taken up by right people.
9: We don't smoke marijuana in
5: school. <laughs> and we don't take no trips on LSD. And we don't burn no draft cards down on Main Street. We like living right Thank you
0: Living in the wasteland of the free. We got creatures dealing in politics and
8: Free Aristomint, and it's time for us to get out of here and leave you Scott Walker in his flat black plastic. And um, remember, if one person gets a dollar they didn't work for. Someone else work for a dollar that you get. <laughs>
3: When I'm not swinging through the senior facility, best of Mysterio at Boggle, or getting beautifully plowed by the Rhino, I'm headed down to Mutiny Radio at the corner of 21st and Florida. They got some shlemiels doing the laugh laugh, but hey, don't be a schmuck and donate two to five dollars on, hold, hold on, what is this? Let me get my glasses, the print's too small. Right. Venmo? That's not real. What is that Swedish? You knew that, right? This is in San Francisco. I'll drown in it on. I'll, it's nap time.
2: Weekly comedy at the best neighborhood bar in the city.
5: the is when the comedy is the cheapest happy hour the most
3: free two hours hour long comedy on the radio and
7: internet streaming live 27821st street come down be in the audience
5: dog friendly
7: dog fr- we are mutiny radio is absolutely dog friendly Ooh, a dog party ain't no party like a dog party dog party at mutiny Radio.
5: Every Friday, dog party at Mutiny Radio. Happy 27- Hour.
7: 278-121st <laughs> Street. Happy Hour. Mutiny Radio.fm. Here in dot SF.
1: Calling all crusty's punks and poses. Pick your posteriors up off the pavement. Pack up your pins and patches, and prepare to party. The Pacific Northwest Vest Fest returns this Saturday only at the SeaTac Expo Center.
3: But not too much. Hey, Daddy, remember after soccer practice when it was raining and you didn't come?
2: I really don't. Anywho,
3: take it with the
0: freezer's
2: reservations on Eventbrite. Fucking L S -S -S
0: -S 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 D FAP. Acid and fapping, fapping and acid, acid and fapping, fapping and acid, fapping and acid. Thank you, that song is called Acid and Fapping.
1: Or download a podcast and you can listen on the go. Listen to live streaming radio. Or download a podcast and you can listen on the go. San Francisco Mutiny Radio. San Francisco. I was well, really just cool,
3: leaving the theater. But I the convertible. 1969 gold Cadillac with the white and, and I drove it up here.
4: And I started to do some thinking. On the and I'm having a really, really good time. Flat black like classic, looking big, spliffs and cruising. Saturday so the freeway, a am I'm a Can I see? Broadway. Broadway. And voice is absolutely right. I am a an
1: adolescent, and I will cut you. Henry.
5: Yeah. Charlie here. Yeah. I have a report here, Henry, from your uh, from your chief nurse, Major And She makes some accusations, Henry. I, I find pretty hard to believe. Uh, the dude minds, man.
2: Captain Curls, up in the head. Mutiny Radio Festival, ahoy. Ah, very
6: good. Ah, very good, Legless Joe. I'm surprised you can see from the crow's nest with no legs. It's to get ready! Crew, the festival is upon us! Scurvy Steve, how many comics?
0: Over a hundred comics.
6: You're looking good, Scurvy Steve! Glad the scurvy hasn't taken you.
1: Aye aye, Captain!
6: You, No Liver Mary, how many venues?
1: We've got nine venues,
6: sir! And you, boy, what's your name? Very good. And finally, Eleven
1: Fingers Sally. What about the tickets? You can find all of your tickets on Eventbrite, sir. Check out www.mutinyradio.fm.
6: Arr. What is that? I don't know what a website is. I'm a pirate. <laughs> <laughs> but but s- quick to the festival. All sales ahead. Arr. Arr. Pirate noises. 11 fingers Sally what about the tickets you can find all of your tickets on Eventbrite sir check
4: out